It's you coming at me from the future, bro. <laughs> Yo, I love it, bro. <laughs> coming from the official offices, huh? Yeah, I'm up here in LA right now. <laughs> no, no, I'm just playing out here at Mohegan Sun. How you doing, man? Good, man. I rocked the Bellator hat for the occasion. Nice, nice. What's good, man? How are you? Good, good. Yeah, just just settling in. Did a uh, did our little COVID test this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, now, what time did you get in last night? Uh, I think I got to the casino at midnight. Midnight. Yeah, and you're, st and you're still on West Coast time, so this has got to be crazy, yeah. Yeah, it feels early, but there's always some shit going on, you know. So it's all good. So you got that caffeine agent hoodie on, yeah. Yep, yep. Boy, Matt Bode, shout out. Like I, I'm sipping some coffee right now. I need I need some of that caffeine agent to go with my uh, my whiskey and my coffee. I'm starting the day off with a little Irish coffee. That way we can uh, I can get some energy, but also be in the zone. You know. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Uh, man, I see you twisting that mustache. I gotta give a shout out real quick. So Beard Octane, you gotta check them out. I got a whole bunch of these bottles they gave me. They're sponsoring me for the podcast. Mm. Good for your little whiskers, man. Like when I was in uh, quarantine and I, I let my beard get all crazy because I couldn't go to the barbershop, the only thing that kept me from looking like a homeless guy and not having people give me a dollar at the gas station, this Beard Octane, man. Check them out. Shamrock 10 will get you 10% off. You gotta give the sponsors love, right? Nice, nice. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I'll check that out. I mean, it's not big time like Viacom in my backdrop, but I got Connor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. whoa, was been... that COVID? No, no, no. I've, no. I've been tested like seven times in the last six weeks. I think I'm good. Your whole your whole life has been COVID the last few months, huh? Yeah, every COVID, everything. Is that better? Is that better? Yeah, you're good. You're good either way, man. It looks it looks uh, looks looks fly, man. Yeah. Um, so the last time I was out, well, not the last time I was out here now, but right back in started, March. Yeah, before we started doing shows again, this is where it all went down. Right. It it's it's, it's crazy. We were so excited for the show, and uh, was it like March 14th or 15th was supposed to be the show? March 13th, yeah. 13th, right. So I won't forget, man. We were, we were, I brought you up to my restaurant to check it out. And on the TV, the NBA cancels their season. Like, I'll always, COVID will always bring me back to that. 
Yeah, it was nuts, dude. I remember um, Golden State, like, earlier that Wednesday, they said that they were going to do their Thursday night game with no fans. Yeah. And then later on in the night, the NBA canceled the whole thing. And I, I think Bellator, we held on. All right. Before Friday, like, we switched to no fans. Right, right. So you were originally scheduled to go on as normal, and then you yeah. thought no fans, and then kind of at the last minute, you guys had to cancel the whole event, right? Yeah. Do you remember they, uh, kind of the information that you guys were getting at that time, like how it was going down? No, not really, but people <laughs> were people were just not going to work. Um, I want to say, I mean, I don't remember anything specific, but yeah, I want to say that some fighters were like, hey, this is this is crazy, you know what I mean? And right. Yeah, I mean, Viacom ultimately made the, the good decision, and, and they, they took care of everybody, paid everybody, and right. shut so- down. I remember the vibe in the casino was, it was crazy where the casino was completely empty and we're walking around. Cause when this thing first hit, people were really freaking out. They didn't, they thought it was like end of the world kind of stuff, you know? And like, it was like a Friday night and the casino was like me and you and two other people in the whole casino besides the fighters who were stranded there. Um, But uh, I'd never seen it, you know, living here and and the place is usually just so crazy. It was like, it was really creepy for me to see it like that. But it was interesting running into all the fighters who are all really, really talking really good because they're like, oh, Bellator paid us, man. They paid us, you know, the the full freight, which was really cool of the company. But man, that must have been a financial hit to, to not only lose the event, you know, whatever income you guys would have made from ticket sales, and I don't know how TV stuff works and whatever, but not only lose it, but then have to pay the people for not doing the job, man. That's a, a monster hit, yeah? Yeah, big negative. Big <laughs> negative. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure everything is super negative right now. I, I, I don't know how it's all working. It's, this is crazy. Right, but right. I'm, I'm, I'm happy just to be back and, and doing shows, you know, however it's getting done. Uh, so between last week when you guys, or two weeks ago, when you guys had your first show back in, in March when they canceled it, you guys didn't have any shows. Um, but I know like other organizations started to, to try to play around a little bit, you know, UFC had a show in Florida, maybe, maybe two or whatever, because Florida didn't have any COVID and now, now Florida is like ravaged by it. Did you guys ever think about trying to get to Florida since they're, they're, um, their commission was letting shows go or yeah i think i think it was i think it was discussed i think a couple things were um maybe like some some uh studio space in la you know since we're owned by viacom cbs i think there was some talks about doing like a sound stage out there um obviously here um yeah some florida maybe other couple other locations too did you guys feel a lot of pressure to get the ball rolling again, or was it just like uh, it is what it is? No, I, absolutely. I mean, we got uh, we owe all these fights to not just the fighters, but um, sponsors and stuff too. You know, and then the TV deals and and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and now that's why we're doing like every other week trying to just catch up. Right. Um, and then now, so you've ended up at Mohegan Sun for five shows in 10 weeks, right? Is that the, is that the number or something similar to I that? I think right, I think right now we have four. Four, four okay. But um, I, knew, I knew it was a bunch of shows in an every other week, uh, pattern. How, how did, uh, Mohegan Sun end up being this, the spot for that? I, I don't know, uh, to be really? honest. Uh, and, yeah, uh, I think, I, I don't know, I don't know what was like first option or anything like that, but. I don't think it was here. 
Yeah. Um, but I think that if it, it worked out, um, I want to say that a lot of people were like furloughed. And so this brought back a lot of work for some people. So it was good right. for, it was good for both parties. I believe. Right. And I, I figured, cause you guys use the Mohegan Sun commission for your overseas show and stuff that you guys just had a good relationship with them that, uh, it might have been oh, yeah. easier to work out that way, working with a commission that you work with more than when you're just at the site. You know, I know you guys hit a lot of different spots, but you use this commission for other spots. So it's got to be an easier working relationship, I would imagine. I, I think that they absolutely were working to have us here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it, it, it's, good. it's just as good for them or maybe better or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's strange having you guys here because normally when Bellator comes to town, it's like, oh, great weekend, fights, you know, usually you and I have at least a cocktail after weigh-ins and dinner and kind of discuss what the, the card's going to be like, and man, it's just, uh, yeah, you're, none of that. You're, you're in quarantine, man. <laughs> I can't, so yeah, um, basically we get here, we got to go straight to, straight to our room. Yeah. And then, uh, then, you know, the next morning, bright and early, we go to go take a test. So I took my test this morning. Yeah. And then so the up, the, up, the, up the nose one. Yeah. Yeah. Do it yourself. So it's not super deep. Okay. But um, she said. yeah. And then quarantine until until we get the results back. Yeah. Which last time it was Monday morning. Okay. Uh, but we'll see. Maybe they come back later today. How many tests have you had to do since you guys started this in the last couple of weeks? How many, how many COVID tests have you taken personally? I think I've done six antigen tests and one antibody test just to, just to try it out. When the antibody test, is that to show if you ever did have it? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I figure, you know, with your position that, you know, working with medicals in Bellator, you're the guy who knows a little bit more about the disease than the average person, you know, uh, uh, you definitely more than I know. I don't know shit. So I just, I mean, yeah, I, I've been forced to, I've been forced to learn a little bit about it, but obviously I'm still not a doctor. I don't, I try not to advise anything. I just, you know, go, go talk to your own doctor. Dr. Matthews. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, it's funny though. Some people will, will will think that though, and will ask me for advice. I'm like, dude, I don't know, man. Don't, right, don't right. Um, <laughs> so, when when the show goes on this week, and you know, last week, there's there's no fans in attendance, right? Um, everybody who's there has to wear a mask. The fighter, the corners have to wear a mask. Just everybody but the fighters is masked up, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. So what kind of challenges did you have? Like last week, for example, was your first time doing it. Um, you guys bring fighters in and uh, they, they, all the fighters had to stay quarantined, right? Yeah, yeah, for the most part. They're, they're under the same thing. So they get here and then, you know, shortly after they get here, they do a test and they stay quarantined until those negative results come back, you know. Um, I would say it, it, was, it was pretty awesome. The team came together and uh, – executed a plan that was very well thought out and there wasn't too many hiccups like yeah. um there was one thing where guys you know because right before they they go and fight we like bag up their stuff yeah and then we'll bring it to them in the back where they get paid too so that they can just go straight out of the arena you know what i mean mm -hmm. so at first it was just there was a little bit of like um whose bag is whose but that was the, that was the only thing you know? right yeah. right 
Well, that, that's surprising, you know, like just coming from the restaurant industry, right? All the things that we've had to set up, you know, you, you put out a plan, you're like, all right, we're going to do this, this way, blah, 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 blah. But when it comes to actually implementing it and dealing with customers or, you know, like, I don't know, it's not the same as the only fighters, but like things kind of fall apart or just like, oh, this didn't work the way we thought it was going to work. It wasn't quite as uh, simple or smooth, you know, but. Right. No, I mean, the, uh, the, I mean, there was, there's one other thing, you know, like uh, room service, room service was just took forever, you know, um, obviously there's a lot of people just sitting in their rooms trying to get room service. So it was backed up, but you know, there's not much you can do about that. You know what I mean? Um, right. Cause yourself, yeah, was, you're, yourself and the fighters and the rest of the Bellator staff, you guys aren't allowed to go to the restaurants and eat, correct? Right, we can't hang out, and while we're on quarantine, we can't even go get to go. You know, once we get a negative result, we can go and get to go food and stuff. But yeah, it can't be. But you can't, can't be, be sitting in the restaurant. Yeah, so you guys are relying on that room service, huh? For sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, I got the menu. I got the menu memorized. Do you? <laughs> and what's good? What have you found that's decent to eat in room service? Because you don't even get to choose from the real restaurants. You're looking at like hotel yeah. food, right? Yeah. What do you got that's good? Anything? Just the, uh, you know, the pizza is all right. Yeah. The no, all right. no, the no. Good. The whiskey's good. That's the always good. good. Yeah. The no meatballs, though, because I know you're the meatball king, right? No good no meatballs. meatballs man. No meatballs. Yeah. We got to go to Tony's or something for those or Balo. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. So it's like you guys usually come like in the winter, whether it's like February or then late fall. But in this area during the summer, like my place, there's a million like really cool places out. So I was like, oh man, you know, Bellator is here in the summer. I'd love to take you around and show you some of like the really cool spots, except <laughs> plot twist. You can't leave the fucking room. You're here the best time of the year and you can't leave the room dude i know it looks so nice out it looks beautiful out yeah man it's it's been good man it's been really good weather and uh you know i i know you're used to good weather in california but we have better food here during the summer you guys you're always relegated to our, our winter spots or the casino you know i know i know we'll have to we'll have to keep coming back we'll have to keep coming back <laughs> We have to find like a less deadly uh, like disease that makes you guys come in the summer, but not quite as restrictive. <laughs> maybe just oh, one that's maybe one that's just like scheduled to hit like Thackerville and San Jose, places that you guys normally <laughs> attend. And so you have to come to Mohegan Sun, but everything everything will be normal. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, have you guys had any fighters pop at all, or has everyone come back good? No. Well, we had uh, the first week. Um, we had uh, Steve Maori pop. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, so what 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 was the process when a, when a fighter tests positive coming into a show? Yeah. So, like, he passed his pre-flight one. You know, he was yeah. fine. But then, yeah, when he got here, um, just uh, uh, failed the 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 one when he got here, right? Yeah. Um, right after a. Uh, landing yeah and uh so basically we got him to another hotel where yeah. he's sitting i think still but he's had a quarantine for like 14 days and then go home gotcha. I think you, have, you have the option of driving home he might have drove home I, yeah I, i'm not 100 percent sure but I know he just, he's good. He's feeling good, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, most of the people do have no symptoms, right? Especially, you got to imagine uh, a professional athlete, you know, when they're talking about people who are, are struggling from this as a whole, it's people who are a little chubby or older or whatever. You know, I, I would imagine that someone like him or any anyone who's going to compete as a professional, uh, as a professional athlete, 
they're probably not going to show a lot of symptoms and they're probably going to bounce back strong, right? Right. Well, uh, you know, we've known several guys who pop like during fight week with this COVID. Yeah. You know, these guys are ready to fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they have coronavirus that obviously isn't, isn't doing too much to these guys. You right. Know Cause I mean? they don't even, they don't even know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, and then at the same time, I know people who have died and you know what I mean? So it's, I well, know. That's, who that's knows? who knows is really the big picture thing on this. It's kind of like, it's hard to gauge what really is, the, how dangerous it is for these different people, right? I, I heard something about some Olympian that died, though. He was like 40, but he was a former Olympian, so maybe I don't know, you know? Right. It's crazy, man. Um, would you guys have a plan in place? What would happen if, like, a main event fighter popped? Same thing. I mean, unfortunately, you know. Like, but would the show would the show go on still? I, I would think so. Yeah. I would think so, yeah. Yeah, because we we just gotta get we gotta get we gotta do fights we gotta do fights right right like you said you owe them to the sponsors and to yeah, the, the networks think, and stuff right I think so. yeah and the fighters right um, so this week's card coming up the main event is uh, Chandler and, and Benson Henderson yeah, yeah. That's like, I feel like that's a big fight that's kind of floating under the radar right now you know that's a that's a, that's a really big fight absolutely it's a huge fight and only three rounds you know makes it a little more interesting i think right maybe that favors chandler a little more because yeah in their first fight they went all five rounds right like yeah. uh chandler and chandler came out super strong yeah and was manhandling him but then benson was coming on towards the end you know so yeah benson's kind of that kind of fighter he's a five-round fighter he's a he's a grinder you know i mean you look back at some of the wars he's had the fights with like frankie edgar i mean he's in it for the for the five rounds and he's chopping up your body and your legs and in a three round fight, not that it's not effective, but it's, it's not, you're not in round five, haven't had your leg kicked to shit. Right. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, I think Benson, he's really good at making any fight look close. Like he yeah. can fight to his opponent's level, you know what I mean? He can fight world-class or he can fight on whatever level. Um, and yeah, it always seems to be close though. Like look at even even some of his title defense wins in, in the UFC. I thought maybe he lost, you know what I, I mean? I, I agree. I, I both Gilbert, Josh Thompson. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, for sure. But they're always they're always exciting fights, man. I'm really looking forward to this fight. It's I'm devastated that I can't be there for it. You know, it's so crazy. It's in my backyard and nobody can come <laughs> in the door. But uh so weird. But um the winner of this fight too should probably be in position for probably a title shot, right? Or close, or close to it. You know, uh, I got to imagine. I got to imagine. Yeah, Chandler, Chandler right. lost the title in his last fight or the fight before. No, no, he beat um, Sydney Outlaw in Japan. Okay. Uh, in December, I think that was his last fight. So. All right, but he he's only a few shot. He's only been a few fights since he was the champion, right? You know. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, he lost it. And then he won that one fight, and then it's this fight. So right, and Benson yeah. Henderson's a guy who's always going to be in the title position. So I mean, there's high st- high stakes for this fight, man. Absolutely. Um, you know, and I haven't really talked to it. last last week's or two weeks ago's fight car that really delivered too, man. There was some some really fun fights on that. You know, that that was a, a good event that you guys had, man. Uh, yeah, like uh, there's there's. Um, at 135, it's becoming a little more fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Uh, you got Pettis and Bendejas and all those guys. Yeah, that that, that uh, was a good fight. You know, I think Pettis really showed the the difference between the two. But but, but Bendejas is a gamer, man, and he's you know you've seen him knock out a bunch of guys, so he's in it. It's one of those fights where like he's down two rounds to to nothing, but you still got to watch that third round because he can turn somebody's lights off. But um, oh for sure, he was never completely out of it. Right. Pettis' jab, jab really showed me a lot, especially being the shorter guy. Man, his jab was super effective in that fight, really, really stiff, and uh, he's going to be a handful for, for anybody at that weight class. Yeah, he's sick. He's sick. He's fun to watch. And then you got, you know, Gallagher, you got Patchy Mix, you got yeah. Archuleta. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I like 135 right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then it was good to see um, – Pico get a win, man. And, and I, I know the guy that he was fighting wasn't necessarily as high of a caliber as the previous guys he's fought. But when you have a prospect like that, I think it's important to get them a, their confidence back and get him a win. And, and it was nice to see him just use his wrestling and take that guy, not even – he probably could beat that guy standing up, but why risk it? You know, when you're – when you need a win like that and you just do the right thing, you know, that was good to oh, see him back on track. Yeah, and he um... – and he, he's putting it together a lot better. You know what I mean? Like, that takedown was, was seamless with his striking. And, yeah, yeah, he popped that kid's shoulder out, though, AC joint separation. It was pretty bad. Oh, really? That, yeah, yeah. That kid's a stud. Yeah. Kid. And he moved to uh, camps before this fight, right? So his first fight with Jackson Wink? Is that I think right? it's his second. It's his second? It's okay. Second. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know, when you're a prospect like that, going to camp like that is only going to, you know – it's only going to help. So that's really yeah. good for Bellator to have that kid. You know, I don't think that kid is washed yet. I know he's had a rough start. He was probably the most like talked about guy before he fought that it's ever been, you know what I mean? Like a guy with no fights other than like, like Brock, Brock Lesnar, but he was like already a famous guy. Like Aaron Pico just being like a, a blue chip prospect, you know, and, and he came out. Yeah, to it was right. Like there's, there's nobody insane. out there who's, not fought yet who people are talking about you know like people knew about this kid for a while before he even fought so yeah no espn was doing stories about him right bob cook was saying he was the best you know prospect ever right he's like you know not gonna go to college he just wants to um do the to compete from the world right or yeah the, yeah yeah crazy crazy but then, um go ahead go ahead no, I was saying, and then that kid Jackson on that card, man. What, what's his first name? Jeremy? Jason? What's his name? Oh, Jason. Jason. That kid's a stuck. I thought he got. I thought he got the bad end of the deal against uh, Ed Ruth at Mohegan Sun last year. You know, yeah. um, that kid is fun to watch fight, man. It, he he looked good against a tested uh, veteran like Jordan Mean. Yeah, Jordan's really good, man. So, yeah, I think Jackson or Jason proved. Uh, to everybody else, what he already knows he is, yeah. you know what I mean? Because he, he obviously believes that he's top level. But I think people didn't necessarily put him up there until they, until last week. Uh, right. I mean, his, take, his takedown defense in that fight was insane. That kid Mean was in on him deep like three times, and he squirmed out of it. So, I mean, he, his stand-up was obviously clear to clearly, you know, there, but it was wrestling defense at that point. He's going to be a problem for just about anybody at that weight class. He's exciting, man. Yeah, yeah. I, you could have him fight anyone. You could have yeah. him fight anyone. Um, what else? So, besides the main event, what else is coming up on this uh, card this weekend? Um, okay, so Borics, Borics, he was going to fight Campos, two yeah. guys from that 45-pound tournament, but um, Campos pulled out last minute, and so Borics has um, 
a late replacement. So, but it's always good to see that kid fight. Yeah. Um, let's see. Your girl Valerie Laredo is fighting. Yeah. Fight somebody. Sabah Hamasi, though, and Curtis Millinder. Oh, yeah. That's right. I saw Curtis Millinder was back with I didn't even know he was back with Bellator. I saw that fight, but I didn't, I didn't know yeah. that he was fighting for you guys again. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a banger, you know. Yeah. Those guys, those guys come to scrap. Um, but yeah, no, there's there's a, a couple good fights on this one. Um, I can't remember any other. I think we talked about all the other ones, but um, uh, and Curtis, yeah, better, be, Curtis be better hope his Mohegan Sun experience goes better than the last time he was here. Oh man, was that the last time? Yeah, that's, that's I think yeah. that's the only time he fought here. Was oh, that was British Invasion, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. He, he was supposed to fight uh, MVP, right? I think so. Yeah, but then he some, got bored. Some, right? Something happened. I forgot what something happened. Yeah, then he fought Brennan. Yeah. Yeah, and they had Millinder. Millinder was in the U.S. jumpsuit, and Ward was in, was the, in the, 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 British, the British one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Yeah, and then if you know, if you really know, like the European politics of it, for an Irish kid to wear that that uh, British flag, man, it's it's no Not bueno, good, right? man. That's you know, like the the in like in the north of Ireland the British will fly that flag. It's like a KKK symbol, basically. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll oh, say, my. Oh yeah, my God. yeah. It's, it's like super anti-Irish. <laughs> nah, he thought it was cool because he liked all those guys on the team. You know what I mean? He liked, <laughs> he liked Linton Vassal and he liked Paul Daly. So he was just cool to like, and he's just a contrarian anyway. So he's like to go to be on the other side was just, he was happy with that, you know? That was that was awesome. That was a great show, though. That, that was, was an incredible show, show man. Paul was... Daly, Paul Daly, and that Santos guy, right? Yeah. He broke he broke Santos's eye. Yeah. Mm. Josh won on the uh, prelims of that fight too, right? I think. I don't think that yeah, was, was that think... Wessel. Yeah, I think that was Wessel. Yeah, what a, what a yeah. banger that was! Like whenever people like in the gym, like be like, you know, and I'll say something. Oh, you should have been here when Josh was here. Like, who's Josh? I'm like, hold on, let me pull that up for you real quick. You know, <laughs> yeah, that, that's sure. a that's a highlight. Because did he get dropped too first, or uh, I don't remember if he got dropped. He definitely got hit. He definitely got rocked, and then he yeah. kind of just like bit down and started swinging. I I don't remember if he got dropped. He might have. He definitely got hurt, though. He definitely got yeah, hurt. Yeah, and then yeah, sure. I remember Jimmy yeah. Smith was like, oh, Wessel lands a show. Oh, you know, like. <laughs> and then they were best friends after that, too. That's yeah. Why, that's why was dope. Yeah. That's one of the coolest things about a fight, man. When you see, like, I don't know if you watched any of the fights last night, but um, Bobby Green and, and uh, what's that kid? Groovy Lando, man. They had like a oh. roar. And at the I end of the fight, all, yeah. all and at the end of yeah. the fight, man, they were just like, I love you, man. Like that's, that's really fun to watch when guys just, cause you're so vulnerable. You just leave it out like that. And, and to, to, to have that at the end, man, that was, uh, that oh, yeah. was cool. good, good for Bobby green, man. I, I, I love that guy. He's yeah. been, he's been putting it down and you know, to me, he's kind of, kind of like a Masvidal ish kind of yeah. a guy. Yeah. I can see um, that, man. You know, been around forever, fought all the toughest dudes really well, like lost some close split decisions. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he really could be like a six fight win streak at the same time as, you know, being on a two fight skid. It's just it's just right. crazy how this game is. But uh no, right, right. so that's two that's two in a row for him and two in two thousand twenty. So good for Bobby Green, man. Yeah, for sure. Did you uh, catch the main event last night? Uh no, actually I didn't because um 
I, I was on plane? I, I had a stream on yeah. the plane. It was, yeah. it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, but I was started to descend at that time. But uh, uh, it went to the third round, right? Yeah. But stopping. They, they could have stopped it. They looked like they were going to stop it between rounds from the second to third round. And um, the doctor actually gave him like 10 minutes to recover because they were checking him out so long. But he, he didn't have – I mean, he came out and got hit once, and he got, he was he was out. He took a lot of You're damage. You're talking about Yeah, yeah. You know, they were, wait, wait, what happened? He got he got uh, a low blow or – No, no. So near the end of the round, he was on the bottom eating some heavy ground and pound. His eye got busted open. So then between rounds, the doctor came to check him out, and the doctor oh. stayed there for like 10 minutes, like making sure he was okay. But – in theory, could have given him time to recover, but he he went back out and he crumpled. You know, not Dude, like what happened with Joanne Calderwood? Didn't she let she like passed out afterwards? Oh, I didn't hear about that, but she got caught. Man, with thirty seconds left, she got caught in a bad spot against the cage and she couldn't roll out of that arm bar. I thought I thought mm-hmm. she was gonna get out of it. And I think just the positioning was weird and. uh she got. I feel bad for her because she didn't need to even take that fight. She was next up for a title yeah. fight, and she took that fight just to be a gangster, yeah. basically. Yeah, and then Trevin Giles or Trevor Giles, he like passed out before his fight too, and they canceled that one. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, yeah, like literally as he was walking out, oh, had shit. like a, uh, he fainted or something, fainted, and then they just called it. I think he was trying to fight afterwards, anyways, but they wouldn't let him. Jeez. Now, Joanne, she uh, called her when she trained a bunch with your brother, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, when uh, AJ was at When he syndicate. was in, in syndicate, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, always, I always root for the people that I see your brother train with, you know. But, but I put oh, a, yeah. but I felt bad. I put a, uh, a big bet on Roxanne in her last fight. I texted AJ. I was like, "Yo!" I sent him the screenshot, and she lost. So I'm like, "I won't, I won't do that ever again." I feel, I feel like it's me. I, I'm, I'm, I'm you should have done it versus Macy Barber. Yeah, for re- well, that's why I did after that fight, and she was the underdog again. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm gonna cash in, you know? Yeah. No, I think that I think that there's still some good money in Roxy though, because she's just the type of fighter that's always not gonna get loved in the Vegas books. Yeah. Like they'll counter out, but she could beat any of those girls. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, but I'm just a black cloud. If you're a fighter, you don't want me betting on you. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually me too. Yeah, you you you, you don't want that. Just. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't want me to be your fan like like nothing. <laughs> oh, that's the worst, dude. I used to I used to really think that, man. Um like uh, when I started being a good person in my brother's life, yeah. I, th- I thought it was I thought it was bad for him. Like he he lost a couple fights in a row and I was like, "Dude, this is definitely because of me. I need to fucking." But then he, you know, then he obviously he won one on a big stage. I was like, "Thank God." Yeah. And, has nothing to do with me but yeah but i i feel you man like i can't tell you how many fights i'm like for sure like this is going to be the outcome and if i don't bet on it i'm always right but i'm like i want i'm so confident in this i'm gonna put money then you lose like so i was on a, a road trip with melissa um was it 2015 when we went out to the west coast but you were in like um chicago or something but yeah. uh we we hit Vegas on our way back from California and we were sitting in a in a sports book and I saw the line for for um Holly Holm and uh Ronda Rousey and I told Melissa I'm like Ronda Rousey's gonna get knocked the fuck out and she was like Holly Holm was like 
plus 1400 but i didn't like dude we were so broke from like we could barely get back up we were afraid we weren't gonna have enough money to check our bags to get on the plane we had two weeks <laughs> on the road like and just balling out like so i was like i can't i can't put money on this fight and sure enough man i, I knew it i knew it but had I bet on that fight, I would have changed history. Ronda Rousey would still be undefeated right now. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine, dude? Uh, there was a uh, – man, I, I won one really good um, – fuck, some PFL fight. Um, 185-er. I can't remember who it was, but he won. He won, and he was like plus – plus 550 or something like that it was nice yeah at the um i had bet the only one i would have cashed nice on i bet heavy on gaethje against tony ferguson and Ooh. i and i put that in. i knew it like I, I was like that's the lock for the night but as the fights were going on i i bet uh i put money on local kid jorgen de castro to beat uh greg hardy and uh it canceled out my yeah, yeah. I bet I bet Jorgen DeCastro and the under. I was like, no way yeah. this is going a round and a half either way. Nope. <laughs> oh, have you seen um, – you know how they do, like, in-game betting during basketball? Yeah, like, yeah, like as the quarters go on and whatever, yeah. Right. Have you seen they're doing it for fighting now? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, one of these days in the third round, I'm going to cash heavy on somebody who's down. I'm going to see it and just oh. go with it. Well, like a, a good a good way to go is you find somebody that uh, obviously they they start out as a favorite, um, but you know that they're a slow starter, right? And so they then maybe they lose the first round or they're feeling it out, and then the, the the odds get better. Then you bet that guy as long as you you feel confident that he's still gonna get it. Just wait, you know what right. I mean? So it's good it's good for things like that. I'm. I'm like a gambling a, guy too. Like a Nate Diaz fight, dude. That's a move for that. That's a, a Nate Diaz yeah. is a fighter for that. You wait and see. Late round yeah. Nate Diaz. I like exactly. late late round Nate Diaz. Exactly. And as soon as as soon as it starts to get in your favor, that's yeah. when you take advantage of it. Um, oh, I like that. I like. That. I like that. Yeah, no, that's nice, man. That's nice. I like that roots of hat, roots of fight hat that you got there, man. That that Royce. Yeah, man. Uh, it was a gift. Yeah, it's dope, bro. It's dope. <laughs> um, I met that guy, Jesse, that owns that company at uh, the Masvidal Diaz fight. He's a really, really cool guy. He's friends with Brian Axelrod from Proper. So okay. they, they were together. They introduced me. Um, he's killing it with that brand. I'm, I'm trying to get him on the podcast. He's just, like, really shy about being, like, like he doesn't have his own social media. He doesn't want to be, like, the. he wants the athletes to be the forefront he doesn't want to be known as like the brand so right no that's cool i mean what a great what a great concept you know like yeah. you put a dude in his an old picture yeah like you make it look kind of old you know it's fucking awesome you know smoking joe frazier we those are the guys that we like you know what I mean? yeah i got this uh this new uh jackie robinson joint on right now you know the uh they did like this whole negro Re league tribute and they did like all these old school baseball players him and uh the yankees guy cc tabathia they linked up and they did this collab and dropped it as those are the coolest things. Like, you know, we have our idols. That's what we want to rock. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. And there was never really anything like that for fighting. Dude, no, you know no, because I mean? dude, most of the gear for fight, like MMA stuff is super cheesy. It's like that, um, dude, I hate to, I don't want to like crash the brand because I don't mean to, but like a flitch, like the crazy like letter. Yeah. And it's just like, 
it, to this day, a lot of brands still try to do with that look of how everything looked 20 years ago in MMA. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Silver it, Star, remember Silver Star? Silver Star, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Anderson, Anderson, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> one more round, there was a, a brand. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was all the same. All right, the same. right. So, like, when Roots of Fight came out and started having a Royce, you know, I've got this dope Chuck Liddell, San Luis Obispo, like, hoodie and shit. Like, it's it's a whole different look for, for guys who, like, are into fighting, you know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. I know I went to uh, – or I landed at the airport last week, and the driver was like, oh, Royce Gracie, I'm a huge Royce fan. We were like, all right, it's yeah. Royce, but <laughs> anyways – Oh man, people are funny. I thought you were gonna say you thought it was like a Rolls Royce hat or something. <laughs> no, no. He, supposedly he knew who Royce was. Royce who, who Royce was, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, let's see. So, so yeah, I was gonna say, um, so I know we touched on a lot of stuff of what you do in the last podcast, and I, I would you know direct people to that. But you've been with Bellator for how long now? Like seven years. Yeah, it, well, I think this is actually eight years. Eight now. years. This, this, is, this, this scenario right now has got to be the craziest thing you've ever seen in the fight world, right? Oh, for sure. I mean, look at look at the regional, look at the regional circuit. It's like they're they're, it's they're not, in the, right. They're like, in like up here, CES is the, is the big regional show. They haven't had a. They're not even talking about having any shows. Box. They do boxing and MMA. They haven't even talked about right. anything. Right. Basically, you're going to get you're going to get, you know, the UFC and Bellator doing shows wherever. Yeah. But there's there's going to be a regional scene in some of those wild, wild west places, you know, like Tennessee, probably or Mississippi. You know, I think there's there's still some shows. Yeah, there's still some, no, they're, like they're not doing shows either. Uh, I, that's, that's just my go-to city of like it's not a real place. <laughs> hey, how crazy is it that Joe Exotic is, is supposedly out right? There, the, like, yeah, when I was watching that that documentary, I was like, like now I have to go to a Thackerville show. Dude, okay, so I think that he lost he lost the Tiger Zoo. Yeah, in a settlement to to. Uh, what's Carol, her name, right? Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. <laughs> that bitch, Carol Baskin. Yeah, and and she is like she relocated it to Dackerville, and they're building it there right now. It was is something that, like is that the real is that the real word? I I know I saw that they were rebuilding it there, but like I get little things on my phone once in a while. I I think the whole thing's gonna collapse because <laughs> we need it to happen. We need yeah, it to happen. imagine going to, to oh. Joe Exotic Zoo and a fight in the same weekend. <laughs> Dude, I know people who had that pizza, who had the the leftover Walmart meat pizza. Yeah. You, did you? So did you watch it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. So you heard that they were using like bad Walmart. Pizza. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So my boy, my boy Jed, shout out Jed Thornton. Um, yeah. Apparently, him and his daughter have eaten that pizza though. He was like, it was actually pretty good. Hold on, I'm gonna give Bellator right now. Listen, I'm gonna give Bellator the million dollar move right now. When you go to Thackerville, you have to headline it with Dave Rickles because you know he's gonna come out in full Joe Exotic fucking gear, dude. He'll come out maybe with a tiger. Like that kid will come out in the full fucking run. Oh, hey, Scott, shout you're welcome. out, Kate, man. Shout out, Kate, man. I don't know. If, yeah, 
I don't know if he's on. Uh, I don't know what his deal is right now. But you, you, if, no, you re, you we resign you resign him for that event. Yeah, if we went there, it was absolutely. You, you resign him for the main event in that event. <laughs> I would love to see Dave Rickles do Joe Exotic. That would be that would be everything, man. <laughs> Oh man! I always hear Thackerville's wild, though. You know, our our, our friends who have fought there said it's a crazy town, a crazy place oh, to go have fights at. Ward fought there, right? Yeah, a couple times, yeah. I think, or at yeah, least. Uh, but I know him and Jay. They yeah. said that you know those stories aren't suitable for podcasts, but they said it's a good time. You know. Yeah, I have some uh, I have some non podcast stories about Thackerville too, um, but. Hey, to be honest, I love I love doing shows out there. Like yeah. if, if if it wasn't in the middle of nowhere and there was just a few other places to eat, yeah. it, it would be fun. It would be fun, you know. It's the people love fights out there, um, and the commission's easy to work with. So from my perspective, it's it's awesome. I, I enjoy my time out there. Yeah. Um has there been a lot of different things with the commission for these fights? Like have they been more strict with anything or have they like uh getting these fights to go have the fighters been okay to work with like so again to go back to like what, what i deal with in the bar industry right getting my staff to wear for a while gloves were required they're not anymore and they were complaining about having to wear the gloves because there's a million degrees out but making sure everyone has a mask keeping things spaced how, i know fighters aren't known to be the most cooperative people how is how is that going you know what i mean because you're bringing in a guy yeah from across the country with what two corners or something like getting them stuck in a hotel room. I can't imagine it's the easiest task. Yeah. You know, surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly, but once you say that, Hey, it's a Viacom thing and this yeah. is a corporate, you know, we have to do this stuff. Yeah. Everyone's like, all right, what do I got to do to get it done? Because at the end of the day, if this is what we have to do in order to keep working, then that's what we got to do to keep working. You know what I mean? Yeah. So once you put it to a fighter like that, that they've been pretty awesome, actually. And, uh, you know, we, we've done our best to go out of our way and kind of anticipate needs and, and things like that to where I think that the fighters are having a pretty good experience, you know. Um, sometimes, you know, yeah, getting them to do a pre-flight, like COVID test is a little difficult when they're already doing other medicals and blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? It's just like – but once again, once you ask them and let them know that, hey, this is just what we have to do for you to fight. Yeah. They, they get on it. You know what I mean? And it's been, it's been a pretty good process, though, actually. Yeah. Have you guys had, I've been reading different things about like um, false positives, false negatives, samples, like not having enough to test. Any, have you guys run into stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. We have um, a few times um, tests will come back inconclusive, meaning that basically from the sample that they had they they couldn't they couldn't say yes or no so those people just have to re you know give a give a new sample redo it real quick um but we haven't really had any it hasn't caused any problems or anything like that and people have enough time to like so like, far yeah so far yeah so actually i totally forgot about this so you guys actually had a whole deal just trying to get the test done to begin with right you guys had what what happened with that like the, the you had a company fall out or something last minute oh yeah it was so it was crazy um obviously you know once this whole thing happened and we kind of started seeing things getting back to normal or not normal but yeah yeah cheers um we i started doing we started researching you know like different companies blah 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 blah, blah. well yeah. um I can't remember what commission um, had suggested this one company 
Um, but we basically get up and running with them. We get a contract done. Um, and they, they have us fill out all these forms for the individuals with different information, you know, name, date of birth, blah, 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 blah. Um, we get all that done and they're setting up our portal, our online portal so that we can like check records and blah, 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 blah. And they, they pass a message along through their IT guy that they can't take our, our work, our business yeah. and just leave us high and dry. And that was literally 10 days or maybe even less, maybe even eight days before the last show. Yeah. We had to go to a new company um, and scramble basically. It was fucking nuts. Yeah, that's and and they were involved. The same company that did MLB. Yeah, yeah. So they screwed up a bunch of stuff for the MLB, and maybe that should have been a little bit of a a red flag. And obviously it was, but it was it, it was at the same time that we were dealing with our stuff. Right, so, right. Um, I think when they ended up ultimately pulling out, it was maybe six or seven days after the 4th of July when they had their big mishap. Um, yeah. They were just sending samples like regular mail through 4th of July and they were getting stuck there for four and five days. And after three days, those types of tests have to be stored a certain way, blah, 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 blah. You know, all so bad for them. So you're, you're 10 days, maybe eight days out with no company to do the testing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so how did you guys rectify that? What did you guys have to do to get through that? Well, we just we found another company. And literally, maybe 36 hours later, we're up and running with another company. Yeah. But then again, at that point, it's not, it's not tested out 100%. You know what I mean? So we've been, we've been kind of learning as we're going. Yeah. Um, luckily, everything has worked for what it's needed to work for. Yeah. And we've gotten by. Um, I think by this third show that we do, we'll, you know, we'll have this down pat. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Has this week been easier than the last time already or? Yeah, definitely a lot easier. Definitely yeah. a lot easier. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so another thing I want to touch on is what you normally do with Zoom. I see you online all the time. So my boy Ian here is a, a kettlebell fanatic. He's got crazy core strength. You know, we'll go out and he'll be hanging from flagpoles and stuff, you know? So you teach, you teach a kettlebell class on zoom, right? Yeah. 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 How, 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 how did that all come up? Quarantine. Yeah. So, yeah. When coronavirus first started, it was, um, you know, uh, you start checking in on your friends, right? Yeah. Like, hey, what are you guys up to? I'm trying to make sure everybody's taking care of themselves, you know? And then it was like, hey, what about on Sundays, 11 o'clock, we just throw some bells around on Zoom, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it started. I actually canceled today because uh, just got just got too much stuff going on over here at the, at the hotel. But last Sunday, I actually taught this the kettlebell class from my hotel room here. I oh, nice. Used, like, I just used a backpack, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, oh really? Yeah, just trying yeah. to tell people, show people that you can, you can use whatever, too, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just get a little sweat in, like – you know, I, I make it exactly an hour, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I, we just get in, do some work and get out, you know what I mean? And everybody feels better after it, you know, it's not the biggest class, but my dad, my dad and mom come through every once in a while, you know what I mean? It's cool. Well, that's what's up, man. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. So when I, when I, when I was in San Diego and we had a gym, yeah. that was what I did at the gym. I taught kettlebells. Yes. Oh really? So it's kind of cool. See, I didn't, having, see, I didn't having, know that. I thought it was just a little hobby. 
No, yeah, yeah. I used to teach kettlebells at the at the gym. Um, so it's cool having that group of people back again. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a little core group of about eight to ten of us. Sometimes up to twenty. You know what I mean? But most people slack. Um, so a lot of people tell you with a kettlebell, you can kind of do just about any work, any uh, muscle group or whatever. I mean, there's a, a lot of range with it from the activities you can do. I mean, a, just a kettlebell is enough to have a home gym basically, right? Oh, 100%. That's all I have. I have a couple kettlebells. I have some parallettes that I do handstands and stuff on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have like a big ass axe yeah. uh, or a sledgehammer that my buddy made me. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, kettlebells, I think that they translate over to like wrestling and grappling yeah. really well, really well. Um, yeah, they're, they're amazing. Like you said, full body workout with pretty much every movement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if you're doing it correctly, it's, it's a full body workout. Um, what's your Instagram so people can check out, uh, your kettlebell activity is when you come check out, you know, a good kettlebell workout. It's MB Soup Inc. That's it, right? Yeah. Yep. MB S O U P I N C. Meatball Soup Inc. Meatball King. This guy, too. You follow him, he'll have the best meatballs from around the world on his Instagram story. Man. <laughs> Yo, we got we to gotta get some meatballs here soon, too, actually, once I can break out of this quarantine thing. Yeah. So, since you've been on the East Coast, like, not since like now, but like over time, We've been to Balo for Balo got killer meatballs at Mohegan Sun, right? And uh, yeah. we had meatballs at Tony D's, which is one of the best Italian restaurants in in, in this area. Um, yep, Tony D's. But I got them at. Uh, I've pretty much gotten them everywhere. There's this pizza place right down the road. Um, yeah. I can't remember the name of it, but they have a pretty good meatball. Yeah. Um, I got it at the little sandwich shop downstairs across from Frank Pepe's. Oh yeah, how was that? That was like it was all right. Yeah, it that's like the food right. court, though, right? That's yeah, yeah. That's it. Every every meatball gets a fair shake, bro. You gotta you gotta try. You're like you you're, every meatball you're like you're like the bar stool of meatballs, dude. You gotta do that. You gotta you gotta do that show. All right, all right. It's coming. One, one of these days when you're out here on the East Coast and you have some time to get away, Providence is like 45 minutes from here, right? It's easy shot on the highway. And, dude, there's nothing but, like, on Federal Hills, Italian neighborhood, there's nothing but Italian restaurants up there. Like, we could go on, like, a, a meatball fucking world tour, like, one of these days when you can get free. We'll, hey, shoot, up to, we'll shoot up to Rhode Island, man. You can grab a couple guys if you want. And, like, the, the restaurants in Providence, Rhode Island, it's, they're, they're incredible, man. And the pizza, the pizza. Let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. You'll need you'll need three days of kettlebell to make up for it. <laughs> Dude, remember speaking of pizza, remember that that one pizza that we had in uh Bridgeport? Was it Bridgeport or Stanford? Uh, yeah. Colony, Colony Grill. Colony Grill. Yeah, that was uh, I think that was Stanford. The show was in Bridgeport, but that was in Stanford. Uh, yeah. yeah, me and Melissa were on our way to a, a Bon Thug show, and you guys were there, and uh, right. you were like, "Yo, you saw it." I had never even heard of it, but you saw it was like one of the top. I think it was like 26 in the country or something, right? Yeah, yeah, that's and right. I had never seen a pizza like that. The hot oil pizza, they drizzle the uh, the oil yeah, on they, it. Yeah, they do hot oil with some peppers, and they throw it in the oven like all day. And yeah. then, yeah, when you get the hot oil pizza, they just drizzle that oil with the pepper over it. Yeah. And the little pepper in the middle. Yeah, yeah. And it, and, and it's an Irish pub, dude. Like, right? Like that was like the oh, wild thing. Good. It was an it was an Irish pub with a good. pizza. Yeah, it was good. That was spot was fire. 
I couldn't believe you guys did a show in Bridgeport. That surprised me. That that was uh, like it's, it's definitely it's definitely uh, older, huh? Or um, it's it's, a, it's more rustic. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like rustic Compton? <laughs> Uh, that, it, was, was that, it was cool though. It was the cool. Though. The think, show was incredible. Was that the yeah, only, that's was, like twelve for twelve, right? Finishes. That's the only like that's the only MMA card ever like that. Dang, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You're right. That was the night where every fight was a finish. finish. Huh? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Connecticut, <laughs> man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Word, man. Well, I appreciate you taking the time, man. I know you got a million things to do, but I wanted to catch up and MMA nerd out a little bit for the people. And, uh, you know, the show is on Friday night on Paramount. Paramount, yeah. Spike TV. Yeah. Still a lot of people, I think, don't know when I'd say, oh, hey, it's on Paramount. And they're like, what's that? It's, but everyone still knows Spike TV, you know? Yeah, and, and I think on the low, it's simulcasted on, uh, on DAZN still. Oh, really? But- but that deal might be going away soon. Yeah. Um, but I think for now, it's simulcast on, on the zone. Cool. And then the prelims are, I caught them last week on the Bellator's YouTube page. They weren't on the Bellator yeah. app, I don't think. They were on Bellator's YouTube page. Yeah, yeah. Trying to drive a lot of people to the YouTube page. Yeah. The YouTube page is great, though. So many full fights from back in the day. It's, it's a nice library. Well, yeah. And even, dude, your the, the Bellator webpage has, like, they provide all the old fights it's like fight pass yeah. like like I'll, yeah. I'll pull up and show somebody like if i want to see brennan ward versus fernando gonzalez which is a fight i was showing somebody the other yeah. day it's on bellator's page you guys host all these old fights which is super yeah. dope so like if you haven't watched a lot of bellator fights let's say this friday you watched your Bellator for the first time and you see michael chandler and you want michael chandler is one of the best fighters in the world like you can go back and check his library go check his fights with eddie alvarez and shit like michael yeah. chandler is an absolute stud you know bellator hosts all these fights for free on their youtube and on their on their actual bellator.com page Hell yeah, hell yeah! No, they've done a they've done a great job revamping that. Yeah, and your social media, you know, I've, we've talked about this personally over the last couple of years has, you know, really spiked up since you know you introduced me to him since Jordan took that over. Man, you, you guys, yeah. your social media is, is great. Anything you you want to know, the fights are coming up. Like I know there was times in the past year, I'm like, hey, the fights are Friday. Who the fuck's fighting? It's not even on the page, you know. Like <laughs> way better. Um, yeah. they, they've done an amazing job. And there's a, a lot of Got behind. A lot of behind the scenes content and stuff. Speaking of behind the scenes content, shout out your girl Mercedes Terrell has a fans only page now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have no idea. I, I don't keep up with the kids. So, is that so, what's going on? Some, yeah, she's advertising, like her whole social media, she's advertising her fans only. So, so somebody's got to bite the bullet and pay for that and let us know what's going on there. <laughs> I'm going to let somebody else find out. I oh, yeah, no, no. It. Somebody watching this right now. Do me a favor. <laughs> let us know. Let, let us know if it's worth our 15 bucks. <laughs> oh, man. Too much. All right, man. Dude, you're, you're absolutely one of my favorite people in the world. It sucks that we can't uh, rage out, but um, I'm happy to catch up with you. And you're the first person to be on the show twice, so someday that's going to be, like, on Jeopardy or something when this is, like, as big as the Rogan <laughs> show. Like, who is- Hell, yeah, exactly. First person to do it twice. Yes, sir. All right, man. Love you to death. I appreciate your time. And uh, everyone check out the fights this Friday on um, Paramount Network. And check out MB Soup, Inc. for all your meatball and kettleball needs. (laughs) All right, homie. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Later, man.
This episode of the Shamrock Show brought to you in part by Beard Octane. Check out beardoctane.com. Use code SHAMROCK10 for 10% off. They got all kinds of feel goods for your beards. You've been locked in quarantine and you grew out this crazy beard. They'll keep you nice and clean and fresh. Check out beardoctane.com. SHAMROCK10 for 10% off. Let them know I sent you. Check out the stuff. You won't be disappointed. The show is also brought to you by the law firm of Stephen M. Reck and Scott D. Campasar. My boy Scott will get you paid if you've been hurt in a car accident or fell in a store if you've been wrong he'll make it right these big corporations and insurance companies are not looking to take care of you they're looking to keep their premiums low go see scott and he will make sure your rights are protected follow him on instagram at sdcamsr as well because he is super fun to follow he's always at ballparks checking out uh craft beers and stuff shamrock show keep following Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, give it a share. Appreciate you. Rambling years of a lousy look.